good vibes. A good evening. I do not attempt to adjust your radio. There is nothing wrong. The Knutsons. have taken control as to bring you this special show. Who are the Knutsons? Only good vibes. Only good vibes is the plan. Only good vibes, good vibes. Okay, this is called the Knutson Effect. Thanks for coming on the show. How are you, how are you doing? You all right? I'm good. I'm good. I'm great. How about you? I, we're, we're, I think you're our first Canadian, is that right, John? I think it's our first hey, Canadian. Right. Yeah, we've been waiting for a Canadian. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. yeah, I'm That's a big perfect. fan of Canada. I've been to Canada quite a few times. We've got um, sort of close friends of the family in Canada, so it's, it's a beautiful what, country what you've part? got over there. Uh, so, based in Hamilton, Ontario. Yes, yes. Yeah. I just drove through Hamilton the other day. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, look at you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I love it over there. It's great. Yes. What did you love? What did you like? What did you enjoy the most? Uh, so I've done the whole falls thing and all. I've been to Niagara Falls and stuff. That yes. Was, uh, that was really good. Um, I think I've been there a couple of times, actually. That's always a good adventure. You've, you've done the whole boat thing. Is it the Maid yes. of the Mist and all that? Yeah. The Maid of the Mist, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time since I've been, though. Pro- I think it's the last time was about over 10 years ago that, that I've been. So I need to get back over at some point. You do. Yes, you're due for another trip. Have <laughs> you been down uh, downtown Toronto? Yes, yeah, I have, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Nice. That's the, the longest street in the world or something, isn't it? It's not good Young enough. Street. Yeah, Young Street. Yeah, yeah. that's right. I'm very that's jealous. Right. I'm very jealous right now. I really want to go now. <laughs> <laughs> then you do, see, you've got it. Toronto's a lot of fun, yeah. especially, I think, specifically in the summer. I love Toronto in the summer because you see the multiculturalism, everybody's out. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's lovely. It really is. I, I say it's usually... To me, it's on Toronto's on fire in the summer. Uh-huh. Yeah, Do you have, have, yeah. In the winter before, I've only ever been in the summer because you you guys get proper winters over there as well, eh? Yeah, not so much anymore. When I was growing up, the winters used to be proper. Like we had snow, like probably as over your as past your window. Like I I went to school with like snow. You'd have to have a snow suit on and all that. Now, like I look out my window today, and there's barely anything. There's like it snows and then it goes away. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So we're not. I think global warming is. We've really seen the impact of that. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go north of Toronto, there's snow. If you go east of Toronto, there's snow. But Toronto itself, not so much. Okay. Okay. Yeah, not so much. Not anymore. Not anymore. We we, we noticed you were performing yeah. Niagara Falls, Simone. Is that right? On New Year's Eve, are you performing? I did. I was, I did. I was performing for New Year's Eve. Eve. Ah, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have a lot of fun with that as well. Loved it. Loved it. Um, with COVID, of course, we can't really do much. So uh, the opportunity to perform was a lot of fun. I was just like, sure, but it's going to be Niagara. I'm like, totally. That's when I drove through Hamilton. I was on my way to, to Niagara. So it was, it was great. I had a really good time. And was that, uh, as we're ta- like sorry, go ahead. That you were on? Was, it, was it an ice rink or something that you were on? Was this yeah, we were there? actually, the location of that was Wayne Gretzky's winery. Wow. Uh, so uh, it would not be proper if they didn't have an ice rink. You know, so it was great. That is, it was that great. Is sport. That is the sport in Canada, isn't it? Ice hockey. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Canadians, we are very passionate about ice hockey. Yes, it gets quite violent as well sometimes, doesn't it? The guys really go for each other sometimes. <laughs> you know, all the teams get at it at some point. If there's a beef between two people, then you know, then they go. But uh, part of the game, you part, see, part, part there's yeah. teeth flying and mouth yeah. guards flying and all manner of things flying. Enter- yeah. Entertainment, entertainment. 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly. What part of Scotland are you guys from? Oh, we're Glasgow. Just outside nice. Glasgow. Yeah, yeah. I spent a lot of time in Glasgow. I love it. My sister lived there for the last year. She just came back. Oh, really? okay. Well, your sister was yeah. staying for a year? Sorry? Your sister was staying for a year, did you say? She lived in Glasgow, yeah, for the, for about a year. She just came back last, well, not the September, the September prior. Okay. So, yeah, she loves Glasgow. And I have we have family there, so we, I love Glasgow. Brilliant. What's your favourite part about Glasgow, Simone, seeing as you asked John about Canada? <laughs> hmm. We don't have that. You know, I, you know, I, I, let's see, what did I enjoy? The unhealthy food. Oh, the food was great. The food was great. Oh, no, no. I loved everything. Um, oh, my gosh. What's your shopping area there? Um, Is it Buchanan Street, maybe? Buchanan Street. Yeah. I love Buchanan Street. I like to just walk in the whole area and just take in, like, all the, the buskers, the, the hustle and bustle. I don't know. I just, I, there's not, a, let's put it this way. There's not a part of Glasgow that I've been to that I didn't like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Get some yes, of that Scottish banter. Yeah. <laughs> Scot- yeah, I love the Scottish banter. I love it. I love I love Scotland. I, lo- I absolutely really really like it there. It's very peaceful. It's laid back. And what I loved was um, Christmas is such a big celebration. There's so much joy and I don't know. There's just a, a beautiful energy mm-hmm. about Scotland that I really really enjoy. And then my family's from Guyana, and there's a lot of um, Scottish. We realize there's a lot of Scottish influence. Mm-hmm. there as well so it's uh it's yeah it's very cool mm-hmm. and turns out my great great grandfather somehow made his way from scotland all the way to guyana and married himself a caribbean girl and here we are so there we go <laughs> so i've got some scottish roots brilliant yeah this is like a reunion more than anything i think this yeah is- we could be cousins <laughs> yeah, I think there we we go. Go. a lot. A lot of Scottish people emigrated out to Canada. Quite a lot of people emigrated to Canada from Scotland. Yes, done thing back then, really. Yeah, I think to travel around. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people. Um, yeah, there's a lot of Scots here. There's yeah. a lot of Scots. A lot of um, uh, Brits, Irish. You know, anybody from that general. Yeah, yeah. Place. There's a lot. I think there's a lot of Brits. I think in Vancouver. Because the weather is very similar. So you find a lot of people from the UK end up in, in Vancouver for the weather. Yeah, we need to yeah very similar. Once this yeah. you, how are you guys getting on over there right now with the COVID and things? Is it still on lockdown? We're on lockdown. Yeah. Yeah, We're on lockdown right now. That's That sums it up in a nutshell. We're on lockdown. So everybody's pretty much home. If you're allowed to go to work, you can go to work. But other than that, we are all home. I know most of the entertainers I know are at home. Mm-hmm. So we're just kind of waiting for vaccines and you know i think our numbers keep going up so it's just you know like everybody just stay home <laughs> like just stay home let's get past it how about scotland very much the same actually i'm saying scotland right the wrong way i just realized i'm saying scotland like in a, like in a canadian it should be scotland <laughs> there we go oh yes scotland. that was perfect <laughs> yes that was that was better than ever actually <laughs> I have this is Scotland. I got it. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best attempt at our Scottish accent on any show, I think, here. That's unreal. That is as close as I'm getting. I'm not trying any further than that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're, we're on lockdown again as well, Simone. It's a full UK okay. lockdown once again, unfortunately. We weren't expecting it, to be honest. Yeah. It was starting to ease yeah. all of a sudden. It's like, God, where did this come from again? But we're just trying to make the most of it. Positive, reaching out to people like yourself and just chatting about the music, really. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. I do the same, so I get it. 
Yeah. What, what you, have you been, you've been keeping yourself busy throughout the busy. whole lockdown? Have you been working away on stuff? I have been doing my own IG show uh, where I have different um, musicians, producers, people of interest um, on. So it's been a nice way to keep in touch with friends, meet new ones, and just to get to chat with some of the legends as well. So uh, it's, it's, you know, you got to find your silver lining and everything. And I think this has definitely been a silver lining for me, as it is for you guys. Yeah, totally. I know me yeah. and John definitely are a couple of legends, Simone. We'll give you that. We're honored. <laughs> Love it. No, I think it's just Zoom's connected the world right now. I think we've just tried to make the, the a positive outcome and make the most of that. Thank goodness for Zoom. Oh my gosh. Really open. Absolutely. Thing. Yeah, it's been a total savior this year. It's really helped connect people. Like if you didn't have this kind of format right now, it really would have been a different experience over the last year. Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't know what we would have done without Zoom. Yeah. Seriously, I've been watching the um, inauguration this morning. Have you guys seen a little bit of it? Yeah, I've, no, I've, I've missed it this morning, actually. Is it, has, it already, has it already happened? I thought it was. Yeah, of... most of it's happened. Okay. Most of it's happened, but I think there's going to be a big concert this afternoon. So yeah. Tom Hanks and Bruce Springsteen, I think, are hosting it. Oh, okay. And there'll be performances across the US. So I was like, okay, yeah. I'm the Canadian tuning in. It'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, a hell of a party going on, I think, over there today, isn't it? <laughs> Definitely, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> well, Sense I, of I, I, calm I has returned. Yeah. I, saw, I saw Trump leaving and stuff and doing the whole speech thing and all that, uh, but I've not managed to see any of Biden today at all. So yeah, watch that one. Okay. That sounds great. Okay. Yeah. You'll catch it. I'm sure it's all over Facebook. If you don't see it there, you'll, you'll find somewhere to see it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Yeah. Have you been working on music, Simone? Have you been working on some music in lockdown? Have you been? You like- know what? I I like to get in studio. I think I've just been trying to do some writing and getting a lot of that done as opposed to uh, the studio thing because I like to actually be in studio and work on stuff. So yeah. just writing a lot more than anything else. And as soon as this lifts, I'm sure we'll be hitting the studio to, to actually put the words to music and record. So it should be fun. Yeah, yeah. Just got a few ideas. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, you're talking about Scotland. I think some of your music in Scotland and the UK really embraced it. The Love Inc. stuff. It was just the soundtrack, probably to me and John. We're showing our age now, but probably our high school days, wasn't it, John? Or yes. I mean, just yeah. after high school, I think. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. yeah. The song that was just doing the rounds everywhere. You know, hearing your voice, I think that was all over the UK. But I think it was it? 2002 that you guys were had the superstar that was in yes. our, in our charts kind of thing. It went really high. Yes, so, yes. Yeah. Yeah, 2002, 2003, somewhere around there, yeah. You know, yeah, actually, I did really how, well. How I remember that as well was that year I turned 18, so all, all our friends were turning okay. 18 that year, so we were all having like birthday parties throughout the summer, and literally every okay. single party, like your song was the, the kind of the end song <laughs> of the night. They could just finish everything off, they just kind of finished on a high every night kind of thing. That's so, awesome. Having your That's first, awesome. Having your first beer as well, John? Yeah, maybe not the first one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that's the last beer, I think. <laughs> yeah, I just think I think that the, the Europe in general, I just think, embra- really embraced that song. Had something about it, Simone. That was just that rung true with so many people. I think, didn't it? It did. It did, and I love performing over there because the energy with the audiences is insane. I love it. I love performing over there. It's so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was just that Eurodance kind of sound just swept right through, I think, didn't it? It was just that really kind of people embraced it a, a lot, really, yeah. 
Well, what? I think it just has it's it's an anthem now for you guys that I know, and it. What I think it's just the lyrics seem to really touch people in a way they can really relate to them yeah. and uh and that's a beautiful thing because as a singer that's what you want you want um songs that leave a lasting impression mm-hmm. on people's lives and in their hearts and in their minds and when they hear it it brings back a good feeling and yeah. i think that's what superstar does yeah even yeah, john's, john's, to, uh, john's not even saying the office it. over here as well, sorry, what did you there say? There's a big show in, in the UK called The Office, and it was used for and one of, the, one yes. of the episodes for that as well. And it was like, it yes. just so well with it as well. And jo- I've jo- heard. I was just going to say, John's not a sentimental person, and he, Simone, even he's remembering it. That is saying something that really is. <laughs> John doesn't remember a lot, but so if it's touched John's heart, then you're really on to a winner there. I, I don't even put up uh, Christmas I'll decorations, Simone. Sorry? <laughs> I don't even put up Christmas decorations. I have no oh sense. Oh my god! <laughs> you gotta put up a tree. Oh god, Simone, don't! I've tried so hard to get a little bit. Of oh Christmas. no! I put on a hat. I put on a hat on Christmas Day. That's it. <laughs> that you know what? Once it feels like Christmas to you, it's all good. Get a good gin, and you're good to go. That's it. It's all the cheer you need. Exactly. <laughs> Simone, what was it that kind of inspired you to, to get into music then? Where did it kind of begin for you? I know it's probably quite a... Quite oh, a um, back to that, mu- but what was it inspired you? Who inspired you really to get into music? You know, music for me was actually an accident. Um, coming from a, a Caribbean home, I mean, born, I'm born and raised in Canada. My parents are, are Caribbean, so music was played in our home all the time. And um, I actually was more taking to visual art. So I wanted to be a fashion designer, an artist. That's where I was headed. And it, just by accident, there was a, um, a school spirit assembly at my school and a talent show. Okay. And I wanted to sing something. I really had no idea. I could or not sing, but participate in it. And I just happened to be in my living room singing a song. And my mom walked by and she's like, she thought it was my cousin. And she's like, oh, Audrey, you're, you sound really good. And I said, that wasn't Audrey, that was me. And she said, well, why don't you sing? Why don't you sing that for your for the talent show? Go on audition. And I was very kind of apprehensive about it. And she said, no, go do it. I went, I sang, I got in. I did a song called You Needed Me by an artist called Anne Marie. And uh, I got a standing ovation at the end of the song. And I was like, oh. <laughs> really didn't expect to you know get that sort of response but people loved it and uh from that moment on uh i, I the, the music found me and and i was like let's do this yeah yeah. you know <laughs> so you just yeah have a happy accident really very happy accident i i love i enjoy i think what i enjoyed was at that moment was seeing the crowd and how they responded and how happy it made people yeah, and yeah. that in turn made me happy if I really get to break it down from a child like perspective. And I was like, Oh, so once I finished that, I went back the next year. I did another talent show at the same school, got another standing ovation. Like every year that I did it, I would get more and more and more response. And then I went on to high school and I found anything that I could do to be in front of a crowd or to sing or whatever. Um, I ended up being vice president of my student council. And so I had to represent the school a lot. Um, started a talent show at the school, you know? So it was like one thing just kept parlaying into another. And uh, it just, like I said, music just found me and stayed. So that was it. <laughs> yeah, that was it. People see that once you get the buzz, once you get that buzz and you get that in your blood and up on stage, it's just, it's, there's no, absolutely. Thing, is there? Yeah. Yeah. 
I can't it think. Was, it, I couldn't. It couldn't shake the feeling. I think of that first performance. I think that's that's what it was. I can't think of anything more scary than get up and try to sing in front of people. To be honest with you, Simone. No, it's not. You know what? I'll tell you a secret. The bigger the audience, the less fear you'll have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The I'll, smaller I'll... the audience, it's more terrifying. But the bigger the audience, you won't even. It, you'll feel so free. It probably I think if I tried to do it, it'd be more terrifying for the audience and for me. <laughs> <laughs> I had a feeling you'd say that. <laughs> I think DJ, we'll just stick to DJ and Simone because you just stand behind the okay. deck. Look like, you're, look, look, okay. look, look like you know what you're doing. We're good at doing that. <laughs> Might be I hear you. <laughs> so so what was the first kind of break then, Simone? What was the first kind of break into the music, would you say? Because you formed the, uh, the, dance the, first, the first break I had, hmm. I would say probably when I did a musical, um, it's called Mama, I Want to Sing. Um, it was the longest running black musical off Broadway in the history of American music. I hope I said that right. And it was the life of singer Doris Troy. Okay. Um, and so uh, I got a, a role in that because um, I was actually attending college for music and I got a role in that theater production and uh, it got such a great response in Toronto that was it you know and I, I really enjoyed being part of that and then from then on um i started doing let's see uh demo work in studios for different producers um and that was a really great space to really learn my craft and learn because i had to really adapt my voice to different songs so yeah. it wasn't necessarily about I mean, I, it was about my voice, but it was about interpreting the song in the manner that the writer would need it to be done. So mm. it was really, I really learned how to cater myself and my voice to a certain specific sound, which really came in handy for me. Um, and that's, I think what I've used till today is that depending on the song that I'm doing, my voice, I, I will give the song what it needs. Yep. Yep, definitely. Yeah. It was a big movement for the dance music scene at that time as well. Was it just kind of happened that you just were quite inspired by that? It's quite early nineties with the dance scene, and you you, kind you know of what producers and that was another. Sorry, you teaming up with some producers to focus on the more dance based stuff because it was a real craze, wasn't it? In the early nineties, sweeping through the international scene, really. It was, it was, but for me, it was a studio session actually. So right. I I uh, got called to. to sing on it with a group called BKS because again I was doing a lot of demo work and I guess they heard about me through another producer that I'd worked with called Anthony Vandenberg who was affiliated with BMG right. so um, I had done some stuff for Anthony it it uh, did very well on a compilation disc and he referred me to BKS so BKS was another um, iconic dance music group in Canada yeah, and yeah. we had some really actually if you look it up on YouTube it'll probably come up there's some pretty awesome hits yeah, yeah. and from there uh, that group disbanded and the head of the group asked me to carry on with him and join Love Inc and I was like sure why not I had no idea though that Love Inc was going to be that huge yeah, yeah. you know so it was quite something to be part of it and be part of the whole Vic BMG family and just see the whole machine in action and watch it explode. Yeah. 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 It really did. I think it just something about that. It just, it rung true with so many people that that stylist, that's yeah. that time, you know, I know it's moved, moved on to other things maybe now to a certain extent, but yeah, you'll always hear that song coming up because it's just inspiring people. That sound that you guys created with Love Inc, you know, there really is a yeah. special time for you guys writing that music. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, we're very, very lucky. And I think our first release was actually Broken Bones. Mm -hmm. That was the first release. And that um, that shooting, that video was fun. Uh, that was under the, our highway, uh, one of our, our well-known highways. And uh, on top of a Jeep at, I think it was like 4 a.m. freezing, <laughs> singing along. So it was, but it was great. I mean, it, the impact that that song made um just blew my mind mm -hmm. even broken bones i mean for canada it was like phew, out of nowhere i was like oh you know it went from people knowing me on the scene to nationwide people seeing me on the stream going ah love it and i'm like hi you know so it was it was really something uh, really something it was it was quite big in canada first of all was it and then it kind of made its way over to the uk and europe that's right later, am i right in saying that it was maybe that's right absolutely it, it shot off in canada it was massive mm -hmm. um so we had a, a let's see how many songs did we release i think about three three or four songs we released off the album mm -hmm. um which led to juno's which is our version of the grammys um so uh it it, it exploded mm -hmm. it literally exploded we were touring coast to coast it was it was crazy that must have been some experience for you absolutely it's it's something when you like I said, you go to your local mall or you're shopping and i at one point i couldn't go anywhere because every time i go up people would recognize me mm -hmm. and uh that's an adjustment in itself. But I remember my mom saying, well, if you need something, just go to the mall and get it. Cause that, at that time it wasn't, there was no uh, online shopping. Right. So it was just go get it. And I said, mom, I can't because every time I go in there, people are following me. She's like, Oh, come on. I said, I'm telling you, I had to take her with me one time and I was literally buying face wash in the store. And there was all, by the time I was in there for maybe five minutes and a huge crowd had gathered Wow. outside the store waiting for me and I said mom look <laughs> and she turned she was like <laughs> I think for the first time my parents or my mom really saw nope. what my life was like with the fame that came with this music you know um, it's crazy quite that's quite a lot quite a lot to take in I think because if it just happened in such a short time then yeah, yeah. Quite a, a big adjustment for you as well like, to, to go to it that was. Kind of level so quickly it was, it was. I mean, I, I, I'd worked with a hip hop group that I toured with them. I was the only girl in the band and it was like having a big group of brothers because I couldn't go anywhere, couldn't do anything. They're like, where's Simone, where's Simone, where's Simone? And that was a different type of experience. But with Love Inc. Uh, being the front person, that was, uh, that was insane. It was insane. It was a lot of adjustment. I don't think that it affected me in a way that I changed. Yeah. It's just that more people knew who I was mm -hmm. yeah. and so I'm always Simone like that never that never changes yeah that never ever changes I think that, me and John totally get that because me and John definitely get recognized everywhere we go as well you know it's a hard it's hard to make that adjustment isn't it you know it's a good <laughs> thing we have to stay indoors right now I tell you <laughs> <laughs> even if we were to get recognized anyway John doesn't make a difference does it for us <laughs> brilliant no you definitely it's hard work it's hard work. Still seem grounded, Simone. Like you've 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 not lost what you're passionate about and what you're all about, you know. And I think that's like you say, that's a main thing. That's the the main thing. To, yeah. That's a big shock. I can't even imagine that. That must be a big shock to the system to go through something like that, you know. It is. It is. It is. But like I said, I I think my the one thing that I always carry with me when I perform, specifically, um, you're a superstar. Mm -hmm. uh, my mom again uh, was with me at one of the shows at the. Loving Inception, and she sat there listening to or watched the, the audience and she was watching me and she said 
I want you to remember every time you sing this song, it's not about you. Mm-hmm. She said, it's not about you. She said, you're the vessel that comes through. She said, but there are people falling in love in that audience to your song. There are people making friends. You're healing people. You're uplifting and strengthening people. She said, I need you to remember that every time you sing the song. And literally every time I sing it, whether I'm in Glasgow, Northern Ireland, wherever, and I look out into the audience, yeah. that's exactly what I see. Because I see people hugging each other eyes closed, hands in the air, you know, people kissing, hugging, like it's just, it's wow. really something to see that happen mm-hmm. yeah. and to know that the song still has that effect on people. This, this song is now like 22 years old, Crazy. you know, and it yeah. still gets so much love in the UK and it means a lot to me. Yeah. I don't think people really realize when I'm on that stage, just how emotional it is for me to look out and see that and to receive so much love still it i don't take it for granted ever ever that's a, that's a great outlook and a great outlook for your mum to refer yeah. to that way it sounds like yeah you're quite grounded as well then things like that very very grounded yep. very very grounded i never got treated like the superstar <laughs> ever there was just like okay you're home let's get we gotta go grocery shopping let's do i'm like okay <laughs> just go online just go online now anyway online shopping thank god for that someone you don't have to go to the mall oh, yeah no. that's a problem so <laughs> there's good to that there's bad to that <laughs> but it's good to yeah. be on what were the European tours like as well when you came over to Europe and started touring around there that must have been quite an experience as well well Canadian we, actu- we actually did uh, a tour to Ireland and Northern Ireland mm. uh, where we went I think it was 2000 2000 or 2001 we were there um, and the trips again were phenomenal. I've actually, there's a, a show. Oh my gosh. What's the name of the bar? Oh, I can't remember the name. Oh, I can't remember. But if you YouTube love Inc Ireland, it will come up and mm-hmm. you'll actually get to see a, those. They, they actually uh, videotaped a whole portion of us like touring, traveling, whatnot. And the audience were, it was insane. It was insane. It was insane. And I, I, even then was just overwhelming, you know, in a good way mm-hmm. to cross an ocean and to know that people know your music and are that passionate about it. Again, mind blown, you know, mm-hmm. went to Spain, same thing. Um, that was actually, actually went to Tenerife okay. and that was the largest audience I've ever performed in front of. And it was a ha- it was half a million people. Really? Wow. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, nobody spoke English. And we stepped out and started to sing Broken Bones because that was number one in Spain. And the audience, I I just started singing it and the whole audience took over. And I was like, oh my God. Like, (laughs) you know, it's moments like that that really show the impact of the music. Yeah. You know, and it's it's for me rather than oh my god, see everybody singing, everybody singing my music. It's <laughs> wow, like it, it for me, it's a very humbling experience yeah. because, as I said, it you realize how that the music is so much bigger than you. Yeah, yeah, the re- you know, it's so much. It's really not about you. It's it's about the people you're singing it for. Yeah, yeah. What, what was that, Simone? A big was that a big festival in Tenerife? Was it, it was a huge festival. I can't remember the name. Right. I can't remember the name of the festival, but it was in Tenerife. Ah, that's and, a, uh, that is a crowd. very cool. That's an army, I think, isn't it? That's half a million people. Wow. Yeah, that was that was insane. And I, I never got any proper pictures of it. The one picture I have, uh, you, 
it's me and there's a dancer right behind me, but it looks like we're almost one person because she's spinning. And so you kind of see the crowd, but it was dark. Oh. I was like, oh, why do we have no pictures of this? You know, it was really, I'm sure it's somewhere one of the festival people have it. I don't, but I mean, it was an it was one of the most amazing experiences of my life, to be quite honest. If you're watching this out there and you were at that festival and you have any pictures or footage, be sure to send them any only good vibes music, all right? We'll send them over to you. Send it to me. Send it to me. <laughs> Simone Denny music on, on Instagram. Absolutely. Tag, tag away. Absolutely. Brilliant. No, that's incredible. I was going to ask you what some of your highlights were with us or so far, and you would probably say that's definitely up there. Because did I read somewhere you performed with Patti LaBelle and Jocelyn Brown? Was it Lady Marmot? I did. I did. I performed um, in Toronto, actually. Right. Uh, there was a big show called Fashion Cares that Matt Cosmetics puts on, and it was um, a massive fundraiser they put on every year for AIDS, to raise money for AIDS and AIDS communities. Yeah. Uh, and I performed at it for a few years. I'd met Lionel Richie there and and uh, and uh, Chucky Booker. I'd met, and then I got asked to do Patti LaBelle, uh, sing with Patti LaBelle, and I was like, you sing with Patti LaBelle? They're like, yeah. I was like, okay. Because I'm a huge Patti LaBelle fan. Yeah, yeah. And as a kid, I had, she had performed in Toronto when I was like 12 or 13. I was like 12 at hope. Are you there? I'm there. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. 12 or 13. And I'd given her a demo tape. All right. And um, as a kid. And so getting the chance to actually be on stage with her, wow. it was, I don't get starstruck, but that was a moment I was starstruck. Yeah. I've often told this story because she, she was, I'd met her before. I went in, I was chatting with her, everything, rehearsal, whatnot. But when we hit that stage and she said, come on, Simone. And I was like, <laughs> wow. Is this a dream? Is this actually happening? <laughs> yeah, I, I had a moment. I was just like, I'm on stage with Patti LaBelle. Like, it was surreal. You know, we're singing, uh, and I'm like, yeah, that was that was a moment. I, like, and uh, I mean, I ended up finishing. All I could hear was my manager in the background going, sing! Because I, I was like, I'm like, she called my name. She said my name. It was awesome. <laughs> you do quite a lot of charity work, don't you, Simone? You do a lot of charity concerts and things then? You mentioned that I one. do. Yeah, I yeah. do. I do. Uh, when, wherever I can lend my voice uh, to help people, I'm, I'm there. You know, yeah. whatever, whatever people need, I'm, I'm absolutely there. Brilliant. Awesome. Was that kind of AIDS foundations and stuff, was it then? Or help people with kind of AIDS foundations and a few different... Well, Fashion Cares was AIDS uh, Foundation. I've helped um, doctors with borders. I've helped, I mean, I, I, countless. I don't even keep track of all the ones I do, but it's literally if there's an opportunity where my voice can help yeah. or my my physical presence can help, mm -hmm. just I'm there. Yes, brilliant. Yeah. Are you working on some music just now as well? Well, I've been writing. I've been doing some writing and... Uh, connected with a, a lot of amazing producers so some some new things are in the works oh, some new good. stuff is in the works yeah well, well, as soon well, as this, this covid stuff is done which i feel like it'll be done well better in the summer by summertime um then we'll probably get in studio and start to do some work because i feel i i don't know about you guys but i i tend to follow politics and with the whole democratic thing kicking in in the in the u.s mm -hmm. music tends to take a turn for a much happier and lighter 
feel. I don't know if you guys noticed that, but I feel like some really good dance music may be coming within yeah. a year or next year for sure. A good you point. know, yeah. yeah, I feel like when it goes um, more Republican, it tends to go more rock and hip hop. Okay. I don't know. Maybe that's just what I've noticed. Mm -hmm. So I, I feel like there's some amazing music coming, you know, in terms of all of it's good, depending on what you like. Yeah, but I yeah. feel like there's some more dance music coming uh, for sure in the next within the next year or so. Yeah. John just likes to press for some kind of exclusive announcements and stuff. Just ignore him, Simone. He just likes to kind of press well, people. You can press all you like. I can take it. <laughs> I can take it. <laughs> you done your debut album as well, Simone, wasn't it? Was it the, the Stereo Dynamite I, Sessions? Yeah, I did it. You guys have done your research. I have. I did a, a, a rock and soul album, um, and that was great. That was great. I had a really good time doing that. Um, I was a different earlier on, and it, was, it sounds really, really good. I was really enjoying it. Um, to be honest, Thanks. Before, but when I started listening to it earlier on, I was, I was blown away by how good it is. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's a different sound for me. A lot of people are like, she's not doing dance music. Why? You know, and I'm like, well, I'm a musician. I actually come from live music. Yep. Uh, I used to, like I said, I used to play with a lot of bands here. And that's where I kind of um, cut my teeth was on in the live music scene. And so it was nice to kind of get back to that. And at that time, I had actually, I'm a cancer survivor. So I had just gone through all of that. And so my mood was not necessarily in dance music. It was more, I think, geared to something live and something a little, a little bit darker sounding. Mm -hmm. So that was very, it was great to do live music, work with a band, um, be in a completely creative, uh, different direction creatively. Mm -hmm. So I'm really glad that you, you enjoyed it. I, I loved it. Yeah, I, I was starting to get a little, uh, some James James Bond kind of hints of that on there. I'm saying that. You know, Everybody I'm going, says that. That's Simone, crazy. Simone, I'm going to yeah. put that out there. Simone Denny for the next James Bond theme. For the next James Bond theme, Daniel Craig, if you're watching this. I'm your girl. <laughs> yeah. I'm again. your girl. No, I just had a kind Absolutely. of depth to it, a real depth and a real kind of atmosphere to it, a lot of the music. Really bluesy as well, a lot of kind of bluesy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Brilliant album, really, really good. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Was there a, a different food. process for you behind actually making that as well like compared to the way you've worked before? Um, you know, the process is very similar. Uh, my manager was heavily involved uh, with that. Um, and we, we just got together and, and just wrote and, and put it out. It was, it was very easy. Oh. Like I said, for me, I tend to be very eclectic musically. Mm -hmm. um, and that applies not just to things I listen to, but it also applies to me as a singer. I can sing a lot of different genres. So the process is very similar. I think one of the best parts of that project for me was literally playing with the band. Mm -hmm. Like I loved playing with the band. It was, we had such great musicians and it was so refreshing to do something different, mm -hmm. you know? So it, when you do when you do different projects, it reignites your passion for all the the what am I looking for the all the sides of you as a musician. Yeah, and yeah. so for me, it was when I do that, it makes me miss dance music, and I go back to dance music, and I yeah. I do that, and I enjoy it, and then I miss doing my live. And so when I get back to my live, I'm like, hey, I'm with the band again, you know. So it, it's a nice balance for me to be able to do that. Um, I enjoy it a lot. Yeah. Is that, uh, it sounds like it's quite inspiring for you as well like when you're yes. in that type of environment yeah yes yes i i love music period you'll often see me with my phone out somewhere um trying to you know 
what is that? What song is that? What is that? Who is that? You know, so it, 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 it's literally, I could be anywhere and many different things will move me or inspire me. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I think it's that creative freedom, isn't it? Just that creative freedom to have that as a, as a musician, as I'd imagine as a vocalist is, is essential. Yeah. An outlet. Yes. What's in your heart, basically, isn't it? And just, just write what's in there. Yes, absolutely. Sometimes dance music's a bit too uplifting if you're not feeling it, you're not in the mood for it. You know what? For me, at this point in my career, dance music is on autopilot. And uh, my friends, that's what my friends call it, because I could be at a club somewhere and I'll get recognized and they'll be like, would you come up and sing? And I can literally walk up, they turn on the song and I go right into performance mode. That's what my friends are like, she goes right into autopilot. So I can, I can rise to the occasion and be right in it and enjoy it while I'm doing it. Not just do it for the sake of, okay, I'm singing the song. I actually really like performing superstar and broken bones because I believe in what I'm saying because of the way it impacts people. So it's, it's like I said, it's very personal. I don't take it for granted at all. Definitely. Awesome. So uh, things are obviously quite difficult at the moment. And what, what do you think? What is the future holding, Simone? What, what are you hoping for? Hopefully this year and definitely in 2022. What, what's your aims? What would you? Where would you like to be then? I would oh. like to be back touring in the UK. Back, <laughs> back Scott, back home. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You Family. know what? <laughs> yeah, I have friends in Glasgow. I I love I I love. The UK. I love the UK. I have had so much love and continue to get so much love. So I think for 2020, actually, I might even be there. I might even be there this year. So fingers crossed, you know, fingers crossed. uh, I'll be back. Um, I love the energy. I love the people. I get a lot of love and I'm hoping to work on some more music. We've got that in the plans for the UK as well. Can't tell you all about it, but I'll be working with Mickey Modell on, on some new stuff Um, and also doing another side project. So that's in the works too. And that might be in a whole other genre. So. That sounds exciting. Promising. Yeah, it is. It is. I think think of all all the guests we get on and you ask them what you're missing the most. Usually usually when they're on tour, it's probably the last thing they want to do is tour. But see when it's taken away from people, musicians, I think what they want to do is just get on the road and just play that music again. Yeah. Yeah. I'll never complain again. (laughs) Not that I complain. You know, sometimes you get it and you're tired and you're just like, oh, I'm so tired. And I'm like, you know what? I will never do that again. I'm like, let's go. Yeah. You know. Bags. <laughs> Time to go. Ever, ever. See if ever, someone... ever. I miss. I miss my. I miss my audience big time. Yeah. See, see for yourself, Simone. Obviously, getting pushed out of the limelight at such a kind of young age and quite a shock to the system. Do you have any advice yeah. for people to follow in your footsteps, or and possibly in this kind of modern social media world? It's such a different world now. I guess, isn't it? Have you got advice for people aspiring to do the same sort of thing? Absolutely. Um, I often say to people, if you want to do music do it because you love it. Like you truly love it. It's what makes your heart sing. It's what makes you happy Um, because that joy that you feel is what the audience is going to feel. Um, Also, if you're going into the industry, know who you are and know what you want out of it. Yeah. yeah. Very, very important because it's a big, big beast (laughs) in a good way. And if you don't know who you are and you don't know what you want, it can swallow you whole. Yeah, yeah. You can lose yourself, you know? Um, and I think the biggest one, because I, I did a TEDx talk a few years ago, and I think be true to yourself, you know, is very important. And be open to 
anything because you don't know where your blessings are coming from in music. Um, I started out in R&B and soul. And if I had not been open to dance music and didn't take that session uh, with BKS, I never would have, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be with Love Inc. I wouldn't have had the hits that I had. You know, a lot of people tend to say, okay, um, black girl, you got to do one style of music, you know, oh, she doesn't do rock. She doesn't do this. I don't subscribe to that. I do. I'm, I'm open to everything. Mm-hmm. I think that's really important for musicians to not um, block themselves or lock themselves off into one specific genre. Yeah. Try many things. You won't know who you are as a musician or a singer until you try many different things. Yeah, yeah. That's good advice. That's the best that's advice really we've had advice. on the show, John, I think, right there. Isn't it? Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Life lessons. Yeah, <laughs> that is it. that's why we like to ask because it's just such a difficult uh, kind of business to break into, I think, for a lot of people. Yeah. So it's good to ask people yourself what, uh, yeah, some good advice. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's important to know. I mean, I wish I had somebody to give me that advice as I was growing up and coming up in the industry. And like I said, do it because you love it. Because if you're doing it for money and fame, yep. you, there, there's no guarantee you're going to get that. And truthfully, uh, if you look at the industry, uh, it's about 5% glamour and fame and 95% hard work, sacrifice and preparation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's just the truth of it. Yep, Definitely. Just well, before, yeah, we're still um, still in the whole lockdown thing right now, pretty much for everybody. So, what would you recommend people binge on Netflix right now? <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, my my sister usually guides me with Netflix because she's in she's in film and television. So, what I have been binging lately would be Bridgerton. <laughs> okay, okay. It's been well, a lot, it's been a lot of Bridgerton. Oh, well, have I'm... you guys seen Bridgerton yet? No, 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 no. that one again. No, you gotta watch. You gotta see Bridgerton. It's fantastic. That's yeah. I think you'll enjoy it. Everybody that I know has watched it or binged it and is watching it for like the third or the fourth time now. Okay, we'll get out. I think you'll enjoy it. John, how have you not heard of this? John's Mister Netflix. Usually, he knows all this. I I actually thought I completed Netflix at one point. (laughs) (laughs) What else am I watching? What else am I watching? Uh, yeah, I think Bridgerton is the main one. Yeah. yeah, I think it's Bridgerton. Definitely. Okay. Definitely. I'm trying to think. I've been watching a lot of Bond, too. Yeah, Strangely enough, a lot of Bond. I've been going through all my Bond films. Oh, really? i watching all the, all the old Bond, all the new ones. Oh, doctor, I don't know. Something about this time of year that I like to watch Bond. About Dr. No, someone. About Dr. No, about Sean Connery. Listen, my dad thinks that Sean Connery is, like, the best. He's like... All oh, these other ones are okay. I like I like Daniel Craig. I like all of them. They all bring a different perspective on the character of Bond. So give me any Bond and I'm good with it. I swear, Simone Denny, time for a Bond theme. Let, let me make this happen. Hey, <laughs> don't hard. joke about that. I'm serious. I'm totally down for that. You do this. <laughs> you got that good sound. I'm totally down for that. Anytime. Go ahead and make us happen. Yeah. <laughs> I, from your mouth to God's ears. <laughs> from your mouth to God's ears. I'm totally, I'm open for that. Yeah, if, if Daniel Craig happens to be watching this, make it happen, Daniel. Speak to your people. Let's sort this out. <laughs> I'm ready. Simone, one other kind of last thing I usually, I'd like to ask as well. If you had to lock down with one band and be locked down with a band or maybe a producer, who, who would that be? Do you think who's some of your favorite artists or band? One band <laughs> in the house for the full lockdown. Wow. Huh. One specific <laughs> band. That's a hard one. Um, one that would be on you a bit because it's a long time you listen to them in lockdown, <laughs> so they've got to be good. <laughs> 
You know, I'd say I'd probably lock down with my own band for sure. That is a good for idea. Sure. Yeah, I think that'd be a lot of fun. They're great guys. So it'd be a lot of fun. Um, That's a good in terms of an, In terms of an artist, I'll think in terms of the UK, I would say I'd probably lock down with Adele. I think she and I could kick back and have some some good times <laughs> laughing, talking, joking. You know, I think I, I think I like her because um, she looks like a lot of fun to hang with. Mm-hmm. And her voice, is, her voice is phenomenal. So that'd be great. <laughs> good answers. No, that's brilliant, Simone. Thanks a lot for taking time out to have a chat with us. I hope you enjoy the rest of the party. My pleasure. My pleasure. And hopefully yeah, you'll be awesome. Simone. Hopefully we'll see again. you again in Scotland at some point. Hey, you know what? When I'm in Scotland next time, we should... See, I said it. Scotland. Scotland. <laughs> next time I'm in Scotland, we've got to meet up. Absolutely. Family reunion. Family yeah. reunion. Absolutely. And wherever you're DJing, I'll come and hang out. Brilliant. Sounds good, Simon. We'll hold you to that one. We'll speak to you soon. All right, you take care. All over. right. You guys take care. Thanks for coming on. Bye.